Hi, I'm Betty. And I'm Nikki. And this is No, no One's, One's Really, really boring. boring. Okay, so in this episode, we talk about MBTI, which is a very guilty pleasure, I guess. <laughs> we indulge topic, in this topic. topic. For us, yeah. It's also known as 16 personalities. Yeah, so I'm sure you guys have heard of it, but essentially we go through, we kind of explain all the different letters in the um, indicator. We talk about our own types and we yeah. talk about, I guess, how why we're so obsessed with it, I guess. why we're so obsessed with it. Um, why it plays a big role in the way we see the world and the, um, I guess, people around us. Yeah, like the relationships we have. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, again, a very self-indulgent episode. So please stick around um, and we'll probably, you know, talk more about MBTI later too. Uh, but yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> So in this episode, we're talking about MBTI. Yes. Which we think we know a lot about, <laughs> but we'll see, I guess. Um, yeah, so before we start, let's set a disclaimer. Yeah, a, a much needed disclaimer that MBTI, Maya Briggs type indicator, indicator. <laughs> is pseudoscience. It's, yeah. And we're very much aware of that. Um, so take everything we say with a grain of salt. We seem very passionate and invested in this topic. And but we are, yeah. but just keep we in mind that <laughs> it's not that serious. It's not that deep. Don't think take of, it too seriously. Think of the people who, oh, not to demean them either, <laughs> do astrology, zodiac, yeah. ta- tarot cards. Yeah. That is us. Like, yeah. <laughs> y- yeah, you'll see. <laughs> so... What is the My Breaks type indicator? <laughs> it is a pretty popular personality test. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've probably heard of it before. Uh, I think it got really viral in the past few years. Yeah, probably. I feel like most people know what it is. Like when I ask someone, like, what's your MBTI or 16 personalities? They'll know. They'll usually know. Yeah, or they'll be like, oh, yeah, my friend made me do yeah, it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it is. They'll struggle. But. Um, but yeah, so it's essentially, I guess it divides people into 16 different types mm-hmm. and each type is denoted by five letters yeah or is 16 not including the fifth letter 16 it's, yeah personalities not including the last letter 32 then it's getting nah. a little mathematical <laughs> <laughs> but yeah essentially it divides people into different personality types mm-hmm. And just gives you a little description. Yeah. But I guess the way that we're going to be talking about it is less the description and more the indicators, the letters. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, the different types, why they're interesting, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, should we talk about each? Yeah, we'll give a breakdown of each category. Yeah. Off the top of our heads. Yeah. So it might not be perfect, but mm-hmm. bear with us. Yeah. Okay. I can start off with the first letter. So first letter is I versus N. E. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I messed up. Okay, it's I versus E, which is meant to be the easiest one to remember. Sorry about that. (laughs) I versus E, which is introversion versus extroversion, which I think is pretty self-explanatory, whether you sort of gain energy from, I guess, being alone or gain energy from being surrounded by other people, I guess is sort of the typical way people 
sort of explain the differences. Mm. And I think it's a good thing to remember that every letter is more of a scale. Like when you do the test, it gives you a percentage, yeah. right? So no one is extreme, uh, unless you are, <laughs> no one is generally extremely yeah. one end or the other. So I think usually if, say, you're extroverted, you probably have introverted tendencies yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really a binary. I guess it's yeah, more of a scale. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's the one I think most people would know or can self-identify mm-hmm. as. Next is N and S. So that's intuitive intuition mm-hmm. versus sensing yeah. this one honestly i'm still not 100 percent sure but in general i would say it's someone who is more i'm not too good at describing this one but i think this is the most interesting one i find it yeah. very fascinating and i think it's the one that we I guess just don't talk about in general when we ask questions about other people. Like usually we'll ask like, are you introverted, extroverted? Are you very Mm, sort of organized? Are you disorganized? But rarely do we ask about like the specific trait of like intuition versus sensing. It's very cerebral. Yeah, it's quite an abstract one and one that's a little Mm. intangible. But I think like I can describe some general traits of people in N versus S. Um... But it's, yeah, it's a little, it's very abstract. I would say generally S people are more sort of practical in the moment. Um, They're very aware of their sort of immediate surroundings. And I think they live a bit more in sort of reality, if that makes sense. Sorry, this sounds very like spiritual. Yeah, you keep saying N is abstract. I think that is a good indicator as well. Mm. Like N people think in more abstract. Yeah. Not yeah. physical, not literal. Yeah. And I think I'm very in their heads. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They spend a lot of time sort of, I guess being almost, okay. It's like sort of like a, <laughs> this sounds a little dramatic, but for example, like if dissociation is a thing, like it's uh, almost like they're just not as grounded in yeah, reality, reality as S's are. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, usually they're, I think, meant to be a little bit more creative. Or imaginative. And imaginative, yeah. 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 I would say something, uh, this is a generalization, but tests will often differentiate them by saying basically overthinking versus not overthinking. Like mm. if this thing happens, are you thinking all these different things? possibilities or are you just thinking oh that happened yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. that's true like do you take things at face value which i think is more of a yeah. s behavior and then n is like you really read into things you read between the lines mm. and see how you can sort of interpret something mm. yeah yeah so that's n and s mm-hmm. next is feeling versus thinking i think this is also again sounds pretty intuitive like sounds pretty easy to understand but it's mm. not would you say it's easy to tell? I used to think it was easy yeah. to tell, but now I think it's a little harder. I think it's not, it's similar to the whole introversion, extroversion thing. People can come off in a way, but it's Never easy know. to put up a front. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah. Especially in line with what society wants you to put up. For example, society wants you to be more extroverted. Maybe they want you to be sort of like follow like social protocols a little bit more. So be a bit more sort of like nice or kind in the way you mm. express yourself. So I think it's just a little bit hard to identify. But once you know a person for an extended period of time the way they think, I think it's easier. It's pretty easy, yeah. 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 I would say feeling is someone who feels more or I think generally people uh, people will say more like empathetic or like you can kind of um, put yourself in someone else's shoes I think their decision making process is guided a bit more by their emotions Mm. and their feelings whereas with a thinker it's It's like like mind mind and heart yeah yeah whereas he is very logic based 
And then J and P, judging and prospecting. prospecting? Yeah. This one apparently is easier to tell, mm. easier to tell yeah. than some of the other ones. So judging, uh, they're usually structured, mm. orga- not necessarily organized, I would say, but I think structured, structured. is maybe the key word. Yeah. yeah. Whereas prospecting is more spontaneous or yeah, I would less say structured. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say, yeah, I'd say N and S is the hardest to like gain because it's so it's so much about how they think yeah whereas i think e and i and j and p are more about how you act mm. do you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah rather than um, how you think and then t and a turbulence and assertiveness i think this is the um one that is not related to actual personality it's just more mm. yeah a separate indicator that was tacked on turbulence is more turbulence i think you're just a little I guess, like, let's start with assertive <laughs> first, because I feel like <laughs> turbulence is sort of just like the opposite of assertive, I guess. They are all I think maybe turbulence think, uh, overthink a little bit, <laughs> a bit more than assertives. <laughs> um, I think assertives maybe are a little bit more confident in their yeah. decision making. Right? A little bit more self-assured, and I guess that's, yeah, why the word assertive, like, they're very assertive. <laughs> um, but I think... I think... Yeah. Another thing is turbulence are more self questioning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not in the end overthinking way, mm. but in a, I guess, yeah, like self questioning as in, did I do something wrong? Mm-mm-mm. Or, yeah, I guess in a negative way then, whereas N is just may- maybe more neutral, mm. knowledge seeking. Mm. Um, yeah. So, but there's not necessarily one is better than the other, and that applies to every single one. Yeah. Um, exactly. They're just different. They're not. Yeah good or bad but yeah that's an overview of the letters Mm -hmm. um we're probably going into more depth later um but i guess so we might introduce our own mbtis Mm -hmm. you go first so i'm an infj so introverted intuitive feeler and a (laughs) judge judge (laughs) a judge (laughs) (laughs) um and tax number an a so assertive although um would you say you're in the middle? It has changed. For any? Um, uh, I am quite in the middle for I don't know. My last like test that I did was quite different from the previous ones I've done. But I would say on average, I'm very in the middle for my F and T. But I've always been an F. And I've done this test like five times, <laughs> six times maybe throughout my life. Um, and I would say I'm also quite in the middle for my J and P, but I used to be quite J. I've just moved increasingly towards the P. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a good thing, but it's okay. Hey. <laughs> but nah, it's only because she's so certain that she's an INFJ. Cannot be anything else. <laughs> what about you? What are you? <laughs> so I am an INFP. So everything is the exact same except for the P and also turbulent instead of assertive. Mm. Um, yeah, I've also been the same every single time. I think the first time I did it was 2016, so that's a long time ago. Yeah. Seven years Damn. ago. You would have changed a lot. I guess just like you're in your sort of growing years. Yeah, that was naturally. like ninth grade. Yeah. And I've always been the same. I think I've always like fluctuated um, whether I'm in the middle or like very the letters that I am. But yeah. recently I've been moving towards the middle, which I 
in my opinion is a good thing Mm -hmm. like yeah (laughs) so yeah generally I guess what we have in common is that we haven't really changed much Mm -hmm. whereas I definitely know people who've changed a lot right yeah Yeah. Um, every time they take the test it's something new yeah yeah which is really interesting um because like to me I always see I don't know I think I have a very fixed maybe perspective of things and people which I don't know if is a good thing but I just sort of believe that like if you're one sort of personality, you don't really change that much throughout your life. I think that's a bit of a hot take, mm. but <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> it is a hot take, but I just think like at your core, I don't mean maybe like more superficially your personality or your behaviors, but like at your very, very core, I don't think you change that much. Um, but again, maybe I'm just projecting because I feel like I haven't changed that much throughout my life, but I just always find it interesting when people sort of like, um, oscillate a lot between their, um, MBTIs and how it changes like so much and so frequently, it sort of makes me wonder, like, is it just a result of, um, I would say your life experiences that of that at that certain time mm. in life or maybe um the emotions you're going through and your self-perception and yeah i think at a certain time in your life mm. um and in that sense it might sort of become quite a inaccurate reading of what your mbti could be um but yeah bit of hot take so <laughs> i don't bit know of hot take. <laughs> i would say a lot of um with tests like these where it's pretty like subjective mm. you are literally choosing how you would react on a scale you're not actually reacting i think in a lot of like scientific tests like they'll make you do something and they'll actually measure your reaction whereas this is like you're self-judging like you're self-diagnosing almost right yeah so i think when your self-perception changes your personality would naturally change especially if it's very drastic yeah i think for example a lot of um, people i know change between high school and like uni Mm. now maybe in high school they had like yeah different concerns different priorities different insecurities yeah, even that is and true. if they shift i think your mbti shifts or sometimes who you want to be changes as well so maybe if before you wanted to be a really popular or like friendly likable person mm. you might project into like extroversion or feeling yeah whereas now maybe if you, your goals have shifted and you want to be uh maybe more serious and yeah. successful yeah. in like a classical sense yeah maybe you want to be more thinking so you project that that's your true as well. that's true I think the sort of inevitable pitfall of a lot of personality tests as well is just like, how well do you really know yourself? Yeah, exactly. And I do think that some people know themselves more more and some less. And I guess it's just a process of sort of like learning about yourself and um, Mm. sort of reflection. But I think that's just something that is pretty um, unavoidable with all personality tests. Yeah. Do you think that then that when you grow older as time passes you become more of yourself um, or do you think the like essence of yourself is more so when you're younger Ooh, it's an interesting one i feel like you always come back to who you were so i feel like for example in your younger years you can be very influenced maybe but i have this feeling that you sort of circle back to who you were before society got to you <laughs> i don't know that's just from my personal experience but i don't right. know if that's the case because again projecting yeah bit. or yeah. if we go to the other extreme when you're really old and like you know society also has their hands off mm. um maybe that's also your purest form yeah in retirement yeah. or something like that 
yeah but yeah i, I guess know. it's hard it's hard to tell it's hard to tell and we don't have any answers yeah <laughs> it goes back to like a whole lot of other complicated stuff like nurture yeah. versus nature your environment your upbringing like how much, how much all of that is intrinsic yeah yeah and i guess even just like social values right like whether during this time this trait is more valued yeah yeah exactly like what do you want to be Mm. yeah yeah so i guess um you don't believe someone can change their personality over time um i mean i feel like there are certain like i think like on a superficial level like your traits can change and maybe you can sort of grow into a person that you want to be but i think at your core for example like what you care about um what you yeah i don't know the way you see the world yeah i I think think that doesn't change change that much much. i think like it changes in relativity to what you're sort of absorbing at a certain time in your life but i think at Mm. your core i think it gets very abstract but i just feel like yeah at your very core like you're not going to change that much yeah Mm. what do you think though i think people can Mm. change but it almost i think beyond the mbti people can change Mm. um but i also think that yeah i think if you are are more self-aware quote-unquote self-aware because i think that is like a whole other story there are a lot of different things that make can make someone self-aware yeah if you are i guess more maybe self-reflective and like always thinking about your decision making in a objective way or like you're trying to think more objectively i think that is when your mbti test more so reflects reality Mm. but i think it it's more true that someone will project rather than reflect their Mm. true self if you know what i mean so i guess in that sense i i truly believe that that's why mbti can fluctuate a lot yeah um because your self-perception is always changing and like you're always learning something new about yourself as well yeah um but i think if you're really true to yourself i know a lot of people get different personalities because they always pick the middle thing oh yeah that's me (laughs) really (laughs) if you pick the middle circle like the test doesn't know what to do with you you're like okay yeah yeah takes away that question yeah yeah and obviously that could be true like you could be neutral on on lots of things Mm, but i think mm, if mm. you like really dig deep down it always weighs a certain direction so i think the more yeah the more you dig deep to like answer all the questions the closer it is to your real result so i think the result obviously is completely able to change Mm, but in terms of someone's actual personality i do believe it can change in like times of crises Mm, I think mm, mm. that's true but I guess that's an anomaly it is, in your yeah. sort of experience so I think I agree that most people probably don't um yeah. purely because there are so many like things in life that keep you the same like when you need to make money yeah. when you need to pay your rent like there's no time to think about how you can you know become mm, a more introverted mm. or extroverted person for example yeah but yeah if a crisis occurs a hypothetical crisis yeah I think you can have a like fundamental shift of like values or that's true maybe the way you think that could like permanently change you in some ways mm. as well. or you could like yeah move in that direction yeah yeah for a while yeah, yeah. this is so abstract this is very abstract i'm um, sorry we're like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we find this stuff interesting but if you don't I totally understand. <laughs> yeah it's all good yeah but i'm very open to also believing that people can change i think for me it would just really take seeing it for myself in my close friends or even in myself I think I'm just not really the type to um, change 
to change yeah but to also like um yeah yeah, yeah. let's let's leave it there i think we're getting yeah the the point is has been made should we um explain what an infp and an infj embodies in terms of characteristics and what we're known for hmm do you think you can sort of give an accurate read the thing in a while so i've got it up i can read it Okay, okay. Um, actually, you prepare the INFP one because I've got the INFJ one. Okay, up. cool, cool. You go first then. I'll briefly go through INFJ and what they're known for. So, okay, first thing, I'm just going to read through like the big titles of this page. I, it's got a lot of information. Now, I definitely recommend you take the test if you haven't and to read through it because um, I guess the reason why we both really like MBTI is because it sort of felt like it, it just felt like for once, like, wow, like, Something really understands me or like something yeah, or someone. It, because it resonated. Yeah. I know if it doesn't, why would you Yeah, care, yeah, right? exactly. So since it does resonate, I think that really justifies yeah. most of why we. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so first thing it says, seeking purpose. Um, yeah, I guess that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, just looking for a greater purpose, a greater mission in life thing is connecting with others and themselves i think this is one that really resonates with me but really valuing deep and authentic relationships with other people um i think personally like relationships are like one of the most uh, important things within life Mm. so i think i definitely resonate with that um a personal mission um feeling like that their life has to have like a unique purpose I don't know maybe this is something that I am yet to um, experience but I don't know having a personal mission hasn't always been something that's incredibly important in my life maybe maybe not maybe. I don't know I think maybe, maybe in different whole, ways like, novelty thing yeah could yeah it. I don't know we shall see we shall see yes. um I'll br- briefly go through the strengths and weaknesses as well strengths uh creative insightful principled passionate altruistic weaknesses are sensitive to criticism reluctant to open up perfectionistic avoiding the ordinary and prone to burnout Ooh. yeah <laughs> so was that just like the intro and strength yeah 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 i would say um actually i i got really obsessed with the um mbti functions last year it's it's like okay if you if you know you know mm-hmm. kind of thing um you can really dig deep into mbti and yeah. all like the theories behind it or like basically how they make the test mm. but essentially i know that infjs are very um heavy on the n like mm. kind of what makes an infj is the the end of intuition Mm. so yeah yeah i I definitely feel that um it's really interesting we'll probably delve into this a little bit later Mm. but the whole um idea of compatibility as well something that you can look into in terms of like Mm. your mbti and other mbtis and it's very much based on like the cognitive functions yeah exactly um which goes back to jung and his whole like theory which is actually like scientific right we looked at it a little bit together. Yeah. I mean, scientific. Cause isn't yeah, it, I guess yeah. he's like, yeah, his stuff he's is actually credible. Yeah. I, it depends on who you talk to. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, most psychologists practicing or whatever will say MBTI is like useless. Yeah. It's nothing. But it is based on a theory, mm. psychological theory. Um, but yeah, so I guess going into INFP, um, it's biggest cognitive function or dominant cognitive function is f so feeling Mm. um yeah so the profile is very f-based 
Uh, it says INFPs are creative, imaginative, vibrant, passionate, inner lives. They're known for their sensitivity and have profound emotional responses to music, art, people, nature, so on. I think the profile really emphasizes idealism and empathy as like yeah. the two biggest traits of INFPs. I feel like a lot of INFPs I read my thoughts are all jumbled I was gonna say a lot of INFPs that I know read or like oh, um, really? interested in books but I also realized like music is another thing and I think they all are quite idealistic I think that's the difference between INFJs and INFPs is that sometimes I look at my INFP friends I'm like damn they're just like idealistic <laughs> yeah I think it's my cynicism um, yeah I think it's because INFJs are a little bit more um pessimistic but But, yeah yeah. sometimes I'm like whoa (laughs) yeah I feel like that's almost like the f versus the t yeah I think so so. yeah like yeah I don't know if I would get along with a very thinking person (laughs) this is just a theory of mine it's not like I've um tried to become good friends with the t person but yeah I just have a theory that I I just don't know like how you could think that Mm, (laughs) but yeah it's an interesting one Mm, I think INFP is another thing I don't know if you've seen this Mm. but I think INFPs tend to value vulnerability a lot as well or like the ones that I know Mm. um that come I think that really ties into the F and empathy it's kind of I see the value in someone being vulnerable and being empathetic and wanting Mm. to like know more about another person's feelings yeah yeah I definitely noticed that in INFPs very important yeah yeah I think and I think also like morality would you say so? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I so. tie like, that. I guess I tie that to INFJ as well a lot. Yeah, like what's um, right and what's but wrong. But I think specifically with INFPs, like morality, maybe in like relationships and like oh, friendships and like, like the healing yeah. side of like yeah, if you emotionally experience. or you know yeah. wrong someone, yeah, then yeah, that is a wrong. Yeah, <laughs> being like sensitive. Yeah. yeah, I think it also has a lot on quote unquote speaking your truth, mm. which I think is a very INFJ thing as well. Craving opportunity for creative self-expression, mm. um, wanting to fulfill, yeah, wait, it says to avoid feeling frustrated, unfulfilled or incapable mediators also need to make sure that they take steps to turn their dreams and ideas into reality. Mm. So I think very much like, I think that comes with the idealism as well, like wanting to do something great, yeah. wanting to do something important yeah. with their life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'll also go through strengths and weaknesses. So strengths are empty pathetic generous open-minded creative passionate and idealistic and yeah Mm. that is all true weaknesses unrealistic yes (laughs) unrealistic um very hopeless romantics self-isolating very introverted unfocused emotionally vulnerable as a weakness interestingly though um they can be at risk of absorbing other people's negative emotions or attitudes interesting Mm. anyways Desperate to please <laughs> and self-critical. Yeah. Mm. I think they are all... Do you resonate with your profile? Um, I think I do. I think I very strongly resonate with my profile in certain aspects and maybe less so in other aspects, but I see them maybe having a greater influence in my life as I'm older. Mm, right. Um, but I think, yeah, the core of what's been described as an INFJ is definitely something I resonate a lot with. Yeah, I think same. I think literally every sentence. <laughs> yeah, me. right. Uh, and some more so when I was like in high school, like the first time I did the test, which I think is probably why it was so like life-changing. Life-changing. <laughs> yeah, but now like some of them are like, eh. but 
for the most part um in my life i know he definitely seems to encapsulate a lot of experiences i've had yeah Yeah. so i guess why do you think you resonate or why do you think you quote-unquote believe in mbti Mm, interesting i think i i think rather than it being a matter of me believing it i think it's just such an interesting tool in order to understand people um i think i'm just very interested in personal uh, personality mm-hmm. psychology in general and i think being able to sort of like almost analyze people sounds a little yeah, creepy I but totally i swear it it's not <laughs> but being able to sort of like dissect and understand people and trace it back to um that mbti just i think helps you sort of sort of just like understand people mm, and sort of empathize definitely. with people in general um, and I think that's why I find it yeah. so fascinating. I think originally I was interested in it because it sort of just resonated with me. But like now it's just sort of like in a way to sort of understand my relationship with other people and also just to understand yeah. other people in general. I think it's completely changed my brain. Like my way of seeing the world. Way of seeing the world, yeah. right? I think if I meet someone, I will like, and they do something or say something. I'll be like, wow, that's so Jay. That's so, and <laughs> it's so annoying. You can almost like, predict people's behaviors because of yeah Mm. and i think there is a lot of things you can say about how limiting that is like Mm, you're putting people into boxes essentially but i think rather than that it is just a tool like it's not like if you're an n i will always expect you to be like an end yeah um think when you do something s oh that was something yeah yeah, that contradicted maybe but yeah i think obviously there are like fallacies to um completely adhering to like a a structure um, structuring people into this um system but yeah I think the way that it's allowed me to yeah understand people I guess um through the this lens yeah has been very valuable yeah exactly I think it's really fascinating and I think like yeah at least for me it was like I was just very interested in the I think the N and the S and the F and the T. I think introversion, extroversion is something that, yeah, people talk a lot about and it's pretty sort of self-explanatory. But I hadn't really ever thought about people as being like, for example, thinkers or feelers or like intuitives versus senses. Right. And then being able to sort of just see how humans, yeah, operate through Mm. different ways of thinking is really interesting. Yeah. But I think just like, I think... I've also, I think this is a little, I don't know if this is taking a little too far, but I'm, I read into like the compatibility aspect of things a lot. Mm. So for example, like with INFJs, like because we're so strong on the end, um, what we really seek in other people is also that end and that ability to sort yeah. of like maybe like ah. connect on that level. And I have noticed that in myself where, I do find it a little harder to like connect, talk maybe. and connect yeah. with S's. Mm. I can still have a great time with S's, but when it comes to like maybe connection and feeling like we really click, it's a lot easier with an N. Mm, yeah. And yeah. I think that ties into what I was saying before about the t- T's and F's, right? Yeah. Because yeah. my cognitive function is F. I have also never, oh, let's t- take it the other direction. I've connected more with F's. Yeah. Um, and that is very noticeable i guess yeah as in like i've drawn that um yeah link yeah as well and my infp mm. friend also said that oh, seriously yeah oh, yeah nice. yeah so it's interesting yeah. the compatible if you search up compatibility it'll give you a chart and like have yeah. green red boxes yeah. i think um yeah so how they 
work it out is your most dominant cognitive function they just match you with people who have the same dominant function yeah and there's only two i think yeah every the, yeah the dominant ones are in pairs so yeah uh, let's not go into this, this okay yeah it's getting too complicated, complicated. Okay, okay. Okay. Let's you, save it for another if day if you want to know more <laughs> <Google> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> message us on instagram and tell us yeah. that we need to release yeah. another yeah. episode don't worry about that <laughs> but essentially um I'm, I'm apparently most compatible with enfjs infp and enfj Ooh, interesting um, I am most compatible with ENFPs. Um, really? Yeah. No way. Wait, why did I think it was INTP? Wait, INTP no. ENFPs. Um, and I think ENFJs are also pretty like. No, no. ENFP. Sorry, ENFP and ENTP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the two that I'm meant to get they're along the best with. They're both E, yeah. they're both N, and they're both P. Oh. So the difference is a T and the F, oh. which makes sense because I'm very 50-50 on my T and F. Yeah. So very interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess mine would be, yeah, it would just be another F. I don't know what. Oh, oh no, it was ISFP or something. ISFP. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. it's the F. Mm. So interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but do you notice, like, because I personally notice that these trends and compatibility, mm. especially with the N, does hold true i realize that i get along really well or like the best with nfs i think a majority of my friends are nfs um and i think the two middle letters are sort of what defines you like as a core mm, right yeah and sort of what category yeah, yeah. Well, you maybe yeah i sure. think it's uh, meant to be the middle two yeah that's the whole yeah, theory yeah i would say if I were to look at my friends, I do have quite a few INFP friends as well. And I think we get mm. along pretty well. Mm-mm-mm. Other than that, I would say it's literally only the T and F that I've ever like discerned as a sort of like difference. Right. I can get along with S's and N's, but I think N, I guess N more. Like I think the yeah. conversation is really interesting with N's because you both have that depth of mm. like overthinking i guess <laughs> like, you could just go on forever about like i think thoughts really... just get very abstract yeah exactly yeah yeah it can get very unnecessary <laughs> it can get very unnecessary <laughs> unnecessary but it, you really it need can... to talk about this? yeah true it's like life's not that deep <laughs> yeah exactly that's shut up <laughs> but yeah i found that like it depends on like your friends though because i have some s friends who are like kind of near the middle of the spectrum Mm -hmm. so they will definitely engage in like a more abstract conversation but they won't come up with the topics if you know what i mean they won't be like oh what do you think about that yeah they'll just like be happy to engage yeah um yeah so i would say i probably would get along with nfs best as well then Mm, yeah yeah the pnj yeah the pnjs and e's and i's really like surface level right yeah i think e and i as well as j and p is what you sort of externalize oh yeah i said something before about like it's more about your actions whereas the other two are about the way you think something that it's the way you present yourself in the world whereas the two middle letters is sort of who you are internally um and it's a little harder to decipher i guess that's why we struggle with yeah figuring out whether someone is yeah someone's feeling yeah thinker. was our exchange party trick we were like yeah we'd be able to sort of like uh, guess people's mbtis which i think i can still do a pretty good job of. me too i feel like i am not bad i would say i i'm correct 80 percent i'm correct time. most of the time i had like a streak where i had guessed like several <laughs> people right <laughs> yeah and sometimes people would be like absolutely shocked because i'd talk to them for like 
an hour and then I guess and I get it right. And yeah, just be like, it is kind of crazy. I mean, kind of creepy. Yeah, unless they don't care and then they're like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> unless they're like, well, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess. Do you? So yeah, we've talked about how much it's changed how we see relationships and see people. Mm. Um, do you think your actions towards people have changed because of it? Because of my own MBTI or, or like because. Uh, yeah, that and because of... Knowing other people's... Just like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, knowing other people's. Ooh. I think it's just... Mm, maybe subconsciously something subconsciously, has changed. Yeah. Like, oh, it's bad. Because it's one of those things where it's like you put people into boxes. For example, like with horoscopes, you're like, oh, I meant, I'm an earth sign. I'm meant to get along with other earth signs. Um, <laughs> and you become a bit more open to maybe like sustaining a conversation with them. I don't think I actually do this, but maybe on a subconscious level, mm. perhaps. Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, it's more so just like understanding people differently. I don't think in terms of tangible actions i have actually changed in the way i interact with people um i think it's more so stuff that just goes on in my head yeah yeah i would say i think it's very it's like the most human thing to put things into categories that's true it helps you understand the world that's so freaking complicated i think even if you didn't believe quote-unquote believe in mbti or astrology or anything like that you would still be doing something of that sort yeah, you're still subconsciously yeah. putting people into boxes because I think as humans, we need to find yeah. shortcuts to yeah. understand the exactly. world. And you know what? This is better than like gender or race or all that. All these that's other true, categories that's true, that's true. It's, it's more deep running. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think anyone can ever, like you can't be discriminated. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's yeah. chill. It's, yeah. yeah, like we keep saying. It's harmless. It's harmless. It's totally harmless. <laughs> I agree that I don't think it's really changed how I perceive. I think it, in the it's made me appreciate some relationships better, mm. or like rather than like affecting how I see new people. I think mm. it's um, more like oh, I have four friends who are INFPs. That's a bit right. weird. Or like, like it's made me think of existing relationships maybe a bit right. differently. Like yeah. maybe this is why we get along. Or like kind of seeking reasons as to yeah 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 why the dynamic is the way it is yeah and i think also just being able to sort of identify for example like what your friends value Mm. as a um Mm. based off like what their mbti Mm. is yeah actually interestingly three members of my family are the same like of Mm. my five person family three people are the same personality type so i think that's probably also i don't know if it's shaped mine or something like that but i think finding that as well was mm. like wow interesting that's why um things in my family get done a certain way mm. it's because a lot of people think in a similar way right yeah so yeah i think discerning those trends like has sort of changed the way i yeah. see people but i don't know like if it's changed my actions but yeah mm. it's hard to know i guess yeah do you think someone um do you think some are better than others? Like some personality types? We just said we cannot discriminate, but um, uh, in all honesty, your true well, feelings. Well, this is a very subjective question. That's a very subjective answer because I'm going to answer this based on like me being an INFJ. Uh-huh. I feel like as an INFJ, you'll get on better with certain other oh, MBTIs. Yeah, and in my head, they would be better. superior. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, right? Okay, it's not the person that's superior, but it's like the connection or like the, exactly, the compatibility, right? Yeah, yeah. I do think like there's just different things in life. So for example, in like a career context, maybe there's a certain MBTI that can climb the corporate ladder. 
a lot faster. They target MBTI that can sort of like mm, gain connections right. a lot faster. So in that sense, if you're judging them as better in doing that, yeah, then like, that makes yeah. sense. There's people who are better at being more empathetic. Maybe they're more suitable for certain careers um, or fostering certain types of relationships within their lives. So I think there's just like too many different ways. That's we can true. That's true. The word yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's very I totally dependent. understand. It's like, do you think there is a type that's better suited to be a friend is different from my friend? Mm, right? yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So I guess the answer is yes. Yeah, because we're all because different people and we would naturally get along better with, with different, different types of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking for some spicy answer, but I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wholesome yeah, answers that, that is true. Like everything uh, there is true. Yeah. But I do get along better. <laughs> and there are certain times that I feel like I just, I find I'm it very difficult to click with. Mm. Do you think um, you get along with other INFJs? Oh, oh my god, it's really interesting. I know Jays have an interesting place within my life. <laughs> I actually I've met some, but I don't know too many. Mm. Um, I know Jays, I feel like we click a lot and mm. we can connect mm. very, very deeply and um we're able to sort of reciprocate a lot of the thoughts, feelings, perspectives that we have. Um, but I think there's something about the J and maybe the N. It's like the the desire to sort of like be i feel like infjs have this perfectionism within oh. who they are not just like in the work they do but how they're perceived by other people oh really um and the way they're presented so mm. i feel like that's why infjs get along with peas because it's like peas are very sort of easygoing relaxed spontaneous right um and i feel like maybe they're less judgmental oh. i feel like jays might be a little bit more ju- oh jay is judgmental that <laughs> wait it i'm judging but i've never like in that sense. specifically thought jays yeah, are more true. judgmental I never yeah about it in that way either but i do feel like jays are a little bit more rigid in the way they right. think and i think when two jays are together it can be especially infjs it feels a little bit like you want to be the best person you can um, for that person and right. that person. For example, like when I'm with other INFJs, we become so indecisive because we want what the other person wow. wants. For example, when we choose to go out for lunch, like um, I don't want to make a decision I because I same. want to make sure that you mm. are able to I like enjoy that's lunch. The same as INFP though. Like if I were to say why. Um, the quote-unquote problems in relationships between mm. INFPs, I would say it is that same like sense of, um, like wanting to cater to the other person as well. like being mm. overly aware of, um, not trying trying not to offend the other person. I feel like yeah. maybe that's the thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. W- not like I definitely put their wants above mine, like yeah. in that sense. But I don't know. I feel I like th- maybe the difference is okay. For I don't example, know if it's like a I feel Jay, like then. When I talk to like INFJ, I feel like I have to think more about what I'm saying. I feel like I'm talking Ooh. to an INFP. I don't have to think as much right, as yeah, what I'm that's saying. Definitely I feel like I can just I mean, be it makes sense, the myself a bit more. Mm-hmm. But then like, I feel like the conversations I have with INFJs can run very deep. So I don't know. It's interesting. It's like a, it's a whole. You, but you can tell it's definitely different. I think it's different. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it's different. But I don't know. I need to meet more people yeah. in order to really. See yeah, actually, like, when I was with INFP, sometimes there is this sense of like, Oh, like I, I'm sorry, I didn't let you talk enough. Like, um, uh, like it's kind of like definitely not wanting to overstep. Sort mm, of, it's mm, like mm. both, but it's coming from both sides. So it's kind of yeah, like, oh my god, like are you yeah. okay? Like yeah. making sure that they're um 
feeling feeling good. Yeah. But like also the other person wants to make the other person feel good. Like make sure they're yeah, like feeling okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole lot of like yeah conversation not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know because for example, INFPs to me seem very like harmless. Harmless. <laughs> I think it's the F. <laughs> I think it's the F. They seem just sort of like harmless. So like I feel like they. It's very clear. I feel like I, I just find it easy to. Yeah. Sort of, like, they're very non-confrontational. I've never like. Yeah disagreed on anything uh, with an yeah. INFP. I think so is INFJs but I think it's just the whole INFJ with INFJ, INFP with INFP is a different dynamic to a INFP. Yeah, yeah it's just different P. but yeah, yeah. yeah. there's just something different and yeah we'll, we'll delve into yeah. it a bit more we'll think a bit more about it once we've acquired more experience yeah. and more people I, yeah I have no idea what this episode was even this was just like brain dump of this was like brain dump, a bunch yeah. of abstract thoughts if anyone stuck through all of this um, great you because I don't Think. No, this is. I would have loved. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything to gain? Um, um I don't yeah. know. Maybe like it sparks a little bit more curiosity yeah. about MBTIs, and if you're as interested in it as we are, and notice similar trends, then we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, so. I think maybe if you're you listener are an INFP or INFJ, there might be something to gain. Maybe. I think if you really, really think about the way you think. Let us know. Yeah, <laughs> there is um similarities between yeah. people. This is probably something that we'll like reference as we're a talking yeah. future podcasts just because episodes, just because I feel like it does sort of like play a big part in the way we see the world. Literally. Um, and it's just inevitable that it's something we think yeah. about. Yeah. Something we think about all the time, subconsciously, it, yeah. it is literally yeah. a corner of our brain now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, let's wrap up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, look forward to more MBTI in future episodes as well. All right, let's wrap up. Thanks for watching. <laughs> Not watching, thanks for listening. listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.